Sunday is Mother's Day, and we know that mothers, it's not always easy being a mom, right? We heard that a lot of mothers want to be alone on Mother's Day because they are touched out. Too much baby. No more touching. Sensory overload. Uh, some mothers struggle to produce enough breast milk for their children, and a lot of women are grappling with this. So a North Carolina-based startup, Biomilk, is working to create human milk outside the body. The co-founder and chief scientist officer, science officer at Biomilk joins the show. Layla Strickland is our guest. Layla, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. It's great to speak with you. I think this is super interesting. Um, you actually came up with the idea after you heard about the fact that uh, we can grow burgers, meat in labs. Can you speak about that? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, had at the time had my own small children uh, and had gone through a lot of difficulty breastfeeding both of them um, and had spent a lot of time reading about lactation science and trying to understand why my body was having such a hard time producing uh, breast milk for them. And um, and when I first heard about the possibility of growing muscle cells to make meat or, or other um, animal-based products, uh, I immediately thought, well, milk should be a part of that uh, of that product repertoire, and uh, and so you know the idea kind of uh, grew from there. I was interested that in this factoid that globally, only one in three babies receives as much breast milk in their first six months as experts recommend they should, and a lot of parents are relying on formula, and that formula is just not giving you uh, the same nourishment. Uh, an advantage that breast milk is. So, you know, we talk about, you, you spoke about the fact that we can now uh, grow muscle cells in labs, and that's how we get our, our lab-grown burgers. How do you start with a breast cell? Like, where do you go? Do it, do, when you're trying to produce milk, you obviously need the cells that produce milk inside a lab. How do you go about um, harvesting those? Are you actually trying to make milk for women from their own breast cells, or is this going to be a universal supply? Well, um, that's, there's a couple different questions in there, but, but basically, yes, we need, we need cells from women who would uh, volunteer to donate their uh, material either as breast milk samples. You can actually harvest cells straight from breast milk of lactating women. Um, or from from breast tissue that we can get from a breast reduction surgery. Um, and so at Biomilk, we are working through both of those channels and building a cell bank uh, of, of cells that we could use for the development of a commercial process um, and really studying studying those cells for their ability to uh, make milk and, and various components of milk in our uh, process in the lab. How would that work, the process in the lab, when it comes to you've got cells, how do you, how do you get these cells to produce milk? <laughs> yeah, so that's the fun of the work that we do. Uh, this is really, uh, you know, sort of at the cutting edge of lactation science, I think. There really is not a lot known about, in particular for humans, uh, how, you, how you do this. There, are, there aren't models already available for this, and so we're creating a lot of that ourselves as we go. And uh, ultimately, the goal is uh, to to get these cells from the primary sample, the, that breast milk sample or tissue sample, and uh, and provide them with the right environment, the right set of nutrients and and signaling molecules to promote 
the, the establishment of a complex three-dimensional cell culture that resembles the mammary gland in the body uh, and uh, provides all of the right uh, cues for the cells to uh, begin producing milk and actually undergo the lactation process. Um, and then the system that we use for this uh, is designed in a way that we can collect that milk product directly from it. Um, a nice feature of our process is that it is uh, sterile from end to end. And so we can collect the, the product under sterility and, uh, and hopefully one day package it sterily and, um, and, it would avoid a lot of the need for downstream processing that could damage those very critical nutrients present. I'm going to ask you a very uh, ignorant question, and I'm ashamed, but women don't know enough about their bodies, and I'm sure that I'm not the only one thinking this. So do the cells, what fills up with milk when the cells are producing milk? What part of this, how do you, what structure actually um, produces the, the milk? Like, are we watching cells actually fill up with milk? Because that to me sounds like that's impossible because <laughs> I know that I know that cells have a mitochondria and I know the structure of a cell. So uh, what yeah. happens? <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, inside the body, the cells, these cells called mammary epithelial cells create a lining that's really in between the mother's circulation and then this internal compartment of the mammary gland where milk accumulates. And these cells' job is to take nutrients from the mother's blood supply. It, it, they absorb them into the cell, and then the cell undergoes all of the biochemical reactions and metabolism to create the uh, components of milk. And then those components are secreted into a compartment inside the mammary gland until the baby, uh, until it's time to remove that milk for feeding the baby. And our, our system works the exact same way. So in our system, the cells create a lining between uh, a compartment where we provide nutrients and building blocks and precursors for milk components. And then it has another compartment on the other side of that layer of cells that the cells secrete the product into, and then we're able to uh, to mechanically withdraw the product from that compartment. How do you do that? I mean, we we know that the milk comes from the nipple, but how do you uh, how do you extract it when it's being built in in a lab? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really a, a just a matter of engineering the right configuration of uh, you know ports and channels and pumps and um, being able to withdraw it. We studied the biomechanics of the mammary gland in order to, to understand how to design our system uh, because actually that mechanical process of, of the, the infant suckling at the breast uh, is, stimulates further milk production. And um, so we're trying to, to mimic that process as well. Fascinating. Now, the end goal is what? Being able to supply milk, breast milk to women that are unable to do so for their own children? Yeah, really anybody who, who needs or wants uh, to provide human-derived nutrients to their, to their infants uh, if they're unable to, uh, to do that themselves. Um, we see this as possibly a supplemental feeding mechanism uh, or um, uh, any, any woman who, who feels that they want to find a way to get more of these beneficial human, human molecules for their baby. We know one of the components of breast milk that's really beneficial is its uh, way for antibodies to cross uh, over to children from mother to child. So uh, is that the only thing missing when you grow it in a lab or is that still occurring? 
it's likely not the only thing missing. And, and you're right, that actually is a component of breast milk that we do not aim to replicate with our product. It's such a specific component to the mother and her child and her environment. It's not something that we could reproduce accurately in the lab or meaningfully. And so it'll still be important for uh, for babies to get antibodies uh, through, you know, especially that first dose of colostrum uh, right after birth. Um and, and any breastfeeding that a mother is able to do. But, um, you know, there are other aspects of our product that will be distinct from breast milk as well. Uh, breast milk is uh, rich with a microbiome of bacteria mm-hmm. that populate that infant gut and help development. And, uh, and we won't have a microbiome in our product. And also breast milk composition in the, in the body is very dynamic. It fluctuates to meet the needs of the baby on very short time frames. And our product, you know, is, is uh, aiming for stable specific manufacturing specifications so that, so that we can say from batch to batch, it's safe uh, and, and has the same properties no matter, no matter when it is produced. Yeah. Uh, Layla, this is fascinating. I really appreciate your time. You're three to five years away from hopefully getting it to market. It's, it, I'm so happy that you joined us. It's, it's incredible what you can do in a lab now. And, uh, this will be a godsend to mothers that, you know, can't produce their own breast milk or can't feed their own kids. It's, it's a lot better than the option of cow's milk. That's for sure. Thank you, Layla. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Layla Strickland is co-founder and chief scientist officer at BioMilk.